the warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning. Welcome along to the warm-up for another week. Uh, you've had a great week. Massive weekend of sport coming up. Uh, Wallow and Moons with you. All thanks to Bet365. Of course, the NRL kicks off this weekend. I don't think I've ever been, as a welcoming Cam Mooney, more excited about uh, the NRL kicking off. Like I, I, I fall in and out of it in terms of the, yeah. of the season. I love State of Origin. Yes. Uh, love the finals and particularly the grand final, but... Sometimes you can take it or leave it, particularly with the storm not being as strong as they once were. Yeah, although they're well, still going it's, well, it's got our attention, hasn't it? And yep. that's exactly what the NRL are after. Yep. So Brent Tate's going to join us, uh, of course, Australian and Queensland yes. superstar, Tate chatting my about heart the, many times. Yes, the NRL heading to Vegas this weekend. We'll chat to him a little bit later on. Looking forward to that. And Moons, your big hairy list this week. You're going to take a look at oh, uh, I'm putting, clubs, I'm and, clubs coaches and coaches on the line. There's a few interesting Bang, ones cutting them through. off. I didn't agree with all of them, but we'll get to that. No, I'm sure you won't. Um, mate, you've had a big week. We'll get to that in a moment. You've been uh, wearing a couple of hats, which I'm a bit, <laughs> bit concerned about. But, um, hey, well, I, I, can, um, I can wear hats. No, yeah, you do wear hats. I know yeah, Eddie. But I can wear, you know, Eddie did mention our producer on the show the other week well. that since that you hard. signed at the Giants, you must have got a bit more mull and you've been buying a few buying, extra buying hats. hats. Literally hats. <laughs> so we'll keep an eye on that as the season okay. rolls on. Hey, um, this morning I was at my local, a uh, small little town, uh, grabbing a coffee the before local? the show. Moriac General Store. Great little spot. Beautiful if you're heading on the Cape Otway Road down... On the Great Ocean Road. Um, One of the great cafes. Great, uh, great general stores, great cafe. Mm. They do a great job there. I um, actually spoke to, I actually saw Gil in there this week. He was in there Gil on McLaughlin. Thursday morning. Gil the, the Gil. The Gil. What are they doing down there? Uh, well, he was on a conference call within the shop. We won't get into that. He was uh, talking oh, to. Was the he state. one of those loud people in the shop? Was he? Yeah. Look, let's just on his say, phone. let's just say the country folk at the general store weren't was loving. Was he coming across as a bit of a yes big W? Well, possibly. Okay. And so, anyway, I go back in this morning to grab a coffee before the show, and I said, oh, the uh, old mate... Was Big W back in Was the old mate in again this morning? And they said, uh, no, uh, what are you up to this morning? And I said, oh, I've got the show coming mm-hmm. up. And the chef there said, oh, Cameron Mooney, I watch the bounce every Sunday night. Jesus, a funny bloke. And I'm like, oh. They know their stuff. They, I don't know if they do. Well, <laughs> they've obviously got me mistaken with... Gazy or yeah, something. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> she might have got confused, but yeah, they yeah. were big raps for Cam. Moon, no, so, uh, nice. We love people and they watching said, Bounce. Well, there are plenty of people watching Bounce. Let me well, tell it's you, a massive right show. Now. It's a massive show. They said, "Why are you grabbing the, the paper?" I said, "Well, Moon still reads the paper." Yeah, That's absolutely. Why I grabbed it for no, him. So, thank you very much. there you go, mate. So, in and hey, speaking of paper, uh, there's a little bit of news over in the West. Uh, Peter Sumich yeah. decided just to walk away because his article about Harley Reid was not allowed to be published. So he had a different of opinion because... Well, Harley Reid over there from all points, and he, he did say a great quote. I don't think we'll go with this quote, so I'll say it. He said, out of the 40 days he's been there, 30 of them he's been on the back or front page. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Incredible. So he thought, well, I'm just going to write, just pick everyone to know, hey, just back off. Stop comparing him to the great Chris Judd. And um, I just said in the article, which I forwarded on to the West, that um, this kid's no Chris Judd. He's going to be a very good player. Don't get me wrong. This kid's going to be very, very good. But don't put him in the Chris Judd category. It's hard because he went on to say that they're going to, they're going to push him out of WA if they keep going like that after a couple of years. Mm. But if you haven't lived in Perth or Western Australia, it's hard to actually understand 
how big the Eagles are there. Well, they're, they're massive. Well, they're, they're massive, but it's also how big footy is over there compared to because they're another country. I'm Mate, sorry to say. I they, couldn't, are, they are seriously another country. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I'll tell you how they're another country. They don't turn up to test matches, <laughs> but they go to the big bash. Yes. They seriously follow Perth teams mm. and they could care less about Australia. Care less Western about Australia else. is actually another country. But imagine having imagine having a contract where you, they've said, can you write opinion pieces? And then you put one in and they don't want to put it up. That's just, that's ridiculous. I think it comes back to that the West Australian or any of those papers. He's not bagging the kid. He's bagging the situation of everybody throwing this bloke up as the Messiah. No, but if you look at it even closer, he's bagging the West for keep putting him up. Yes. So he's actually bagging his own paper he's writing for. So maybe that's where where they drew the line. Said, well, Well, we don't harden up a bit. Well, I, I agree, but I think that's probably where it sort of landed. You've got, you've, got a, you've got a legend over there writing a very good opinion piece. Let him go. So he's compromised, or the West Australians compromised because they want to build up the West Coast mm-hmm. Eagles. Are you compromised? I saw Thursday night you were doing no, your boundary stuff with... Uh, I was very... I wasn't one-eyed. Well, you had the Giants interview and the Gold Coast Suns. So you yeah. had Kingsley and then you had Dimmer. And, and I was I very think, professional with I both. I think your questions I thought, I, thought I was harder on Kingsley than I was on Dimmer. I don't think you. I think you were softball. I was, and I was, I was patting, patting <laughs> kingers on the bum as I walked away. How are we going to go tonight, mate? How are we going to go tonight? <laughs> hey, just how about just how about moving Riccardi up the ground there? Has <laughs> oh, anything rubbed off from me yet? The big moon dog. Hey, uh, big news down at North. <laughs> yes. Massive signing with Harry Sheasel. Yeah. What was it? Twenty forty or something? Uh, just about twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. Say, oh, this is a guess. I'd say it's the longest contract in terms of years to go on a deal in the AFL at the moment. So I can't imagine anyone's got a deal to 2030 yet. I don't think I could be wrong about that, but I'd say that's the only deal. there's a couple have come out lately. You think, geez, that's a long way long away. Long deals, but yeah. 2030 just now, seems so Now, obviously, our, our mate Kane Corns uh, doesn't like the long deals, and I actually put my hand up, so I don't like them either generally. Yeah. But as, as he would say, and I heard him say a million times, I haven't heard his comment on this one, but as I'm sure he would have said, when you're giving them out to young talent – who are going to be the face of your football club, then they're good deals. But it's when you give them to a 28-year-old and you give them a, an eight-year deal, they're the stupid deals. Yeah. And I totally agree with him. Well, so this is a great deal for North Melbourne. Well, yeah. Well, obviously and, and, he, and Harry. And Harry won the BNF last year, mm. which is incredible for the age. I guess that's a long-term deal. But I guess, yeah, I mean, the example would be of players that are, who are 26 and getting, you know, seven, eight-year deals where you just don't know where their body's going to be when they get to 30. No, so 32, it's it's almost a year by year. We're going to go through some teams that are under pressure this year. And mm-hmm. I don't you didn't I don't think you got North Melbourne in your list, but what's what's oh, what a pass? What are you saying? You're saying North Melbourne need to play finals? No, I'm saying what's a pass mark for North Melbourne this year? Improvement. Okay. Oh, great call. All right, mate. They don't, it's not a win-loss thing for them. The digital guys have just it, gone okay, mad. So they're going up. Ken so says if we North say, Melbourne need to improve. So if we say, what okay, they've got to have five wins and they yeah. don't get it, is that a is that a horrible year? Can't for wait them? to tune into. Is Boone's that a horrible year? This week? Really insightful. Is stuff. that a horrible year if they don't get five wins? If we say they need five. Yes, wins? Yes, I think it's a horrible year. Five wins. Okay. If we said it's well, they need four wins and they get that's a horrible year. If we said they need seven wins and they get six, is that a horrible year? It's not about wins. This is where people have never been inside a footy club. <laughs> <laughs> it is about wins. You have to. Not when you're down the bottom. Wins. Yeah, you know what? You, they don't. They want to see this group starting to improve. They want to see more talent come through. Wins will come when all of this comes together. That's when you start putting wins but and losses on I want on you them. to put a number on it. 
Okay, well, I'll say if they get more than four wins, that's been a great year. That's terrible. That's all I we think, need. I think they need Wee now. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I'll put on my other hat. How many hats you got on? <laughs> I think they need seven. They're not going to get seven wins. So all of a sudden you're saying now they're going to have a horrible year. They're not getting seven wins. I'll be lucky to get there's five. 20, there's 24 rounds, 23 games. Mate, they got three last year, mate. And that was luck. Yeah, well, okay. They did full, They did stuff up a couple. They could have beaten the Swans. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we'll get to that. Hey, um, interesting news this week. I don't know how you consume your foot. You got a Foxtel box at home? I have a Foxtel box. Do you have like a streaming to watch KO or are you just Foxtel? I have, I have KO, yes. As well. So interesting stat this week with Fox, obviously, footy, mm-hmm. um, kickstarting their season with their coverage this week, and you've been a part yes. of that, obviously. That um, box, box, Foxtel boxes, in terms of the AFL coverage... People are only watching it 45% of the time through the Foxtel box and streaming's 55% now. So the, the way that it's turned the streaming's taken over the just world. massively. Like, it's sort of different. Like, I watch on my TVs or, you know, like mm. in the shed or in at home, you know, I watch KO through the big TV. So, you know, like through a streaming service, yeah. Apple TV or Google or whatever like that. So it's interesting to see how people have actually adapted doing those sort of things and having, I guess, the option to take... Foxtel into different rooms because in the past when you've had a box yeah. you were just you well I'm KO on my phone yeah. and I'm Foxtel box on my TV I know but you can't have at the moment you struggle to have it on another TV in the house yeah, yeah no, so that's, that's the difference but it's going to be interesting I think we spoke about this late last year that Fox are going to have the, all their commentary for 2025 so we there's my other hat yeah Jesus Christ we will be uh, calling every game live as of next year uh, which I think is fantastic. So if anyone doesn't like listening to Channel 7 commentators, jump on over to Foxtel and listen to the best team in town. There's a nice selling point. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's it, the, how exciting is that? So with the NRL, they actually do games where if it's on Fox, you can't see it anywhere else. Yep. So that's, that's where you have to get your streaming. That's why streaming's gone through the roof. Now, at the moment, when we call a game, so if we called Geelong v Fremantle in Geelong on Foxtel, that was our game, we would have to show that game through Channel 7 back over in the West. I think going forward, though, I think they might be going down the path of uh, the NRL or Fox League. Yeah, which they commentate if you every want game to, themselves. Yeah, but if you want to see that game and it's only on Fox, then that's the only place you'll get it. So that's where the streaming devices are going to come in because that's how people Lost. just want to see it now. Yeah, they want they just want to pay. Okay, I'll get streaming. I just want to watch that game. I don't want to care about the movie channels, the lifestyle channels. I just want sport. You can just KO it, bang. Then you just watch that game live. So I mean, already getting it now. So if you only have free to wear, you're only getting what four or five games a weekend. I wouldn't even know to be I honest. I think it's like four. On- I think it's what a Thursday night, Friday night. Saturday night. night and a Sunday Arvo. Sunday Arvo. How many does that come up to? Four? Yeah, that's four. four. So four, yeah, and special events like mm. Anzac Days and bits and pieces. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not – when you think of it like that, if you're watching footy, you're, you know, it's hard to consume it all through yeah. that way. It's interesting what – And obviously uh, streaming just cut you off. Streaming is obviously cheaper. Yeah, and on the back of that, I've noticed in the last few years when the NRL, and we'll chat to Tatey more about the season to, coming up, but they actually commentate to the grand final – the NRL league, mm. it's not shown, say it's shown on nine, they'll commentate the, the game live as Fox coverage and then once Channel 9 have shown their grand final, you could watch the replay of the grand final on Fox but it's with the Fox commentary. I love that. Which I think's good but also we spoke about off air is that iconic moments are mixed with different bits of commentary. Yes. So for instance, there may be a moment that Channel 9 have commentary, it's amazing, it's this and Fox are... 
do it and it's a bit underwhelming or vice versa. Mm. Channel 9 might not cover it as well as Fox did in the end and it's better on Fox, but the you know what I mean? Well, so I it's the legacy what, of those yeah, grand finals. But in the end, you will have an iconic moment called by, for the NRL, by a Channel 9 commentator and by a Fox commentator. And it just depends on what service you're on. So what's going to happen in that. 2025 next year, AFL Grand Final Day? Well, you'll have me just making the greatest call of all time. Right, okay. I'll wait and see. We better check, we better, <laughs> we better check the uh, contract before that happens. Hey, stay with us. Big show. As I said, uh, Australian and Queenslander superstar Brett Tate's going to join us from Fox Sports to chat a bit about Vegas this weekend. And Moons' big hairy list is coming up next. The clubs and coaches under pressure. This is the warm-up, all thanks to Bet365. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. Brent Tate, uh, Australian and Queensland. Great. He's going to chat about the Vegas trip for the NRL. They start their season this weekend, all thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, geez, 40 seasons come around quick again. It's amazing. As soon as uh, the tennis finishes and then you get to the probably the last test, footy's just like next tomorrow. Yeah. It feels like that. It does feel, and it was funny, there was, you know, talk earlier this month about why the AFL are missing out by not starting at the start of Feb and stuff, but like, honestly, it's a long season. No, you don't want to go You don't fair. really need Mar- to March is a good time. I know there's a gap of nothingness, but after the tennis, like there's a two or three week gap, mm. but there's some decent racing is, on. So remember, we used that. to have that, uh, or was it the Wizard Cup, the NAB Cup, so we used to have four weeks of practice matches. Of practice matches. Yeah. Thank God that's gone. Yeah, it's a bit too much. We didn't really talk much about the games. Do you, how much, what percentage do you put in the weight of the practice uh, matches? No, no, when the last game, you do put a little bit of weight into it because that's your last decent hit out. That's how you, that's where the players get to, well, prove, particularly the fringe players, they get to prove yeah. to the coach that, yeah, we're, we're, I want to be in round one and yeah. they've got to pick me and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, players have a bit of a crack in that last game, absolutely. So, look, I was down in uh, Canberra, on, or up in Canberra, I should say, Thursday. Giants look fantastic. Gold Coast, look, they've got some work to do. We knew yeah. that was going to happen. Under yeah. Dimmer, they're going to take some time to to develop into the team that he's looking for. He's certainly going to get more time than Stuart Drew. Let's have a look, <laughs> though, on your big hairy list this week. Moons's big hairy list. Hey, um, didn't mention this, but I went and seen Blink-182 this week. I saw that. Unreal. Instagram are you? So good. Was, were they, though? Yeah. Were they? A bit rude for you to question it, to be honest. Oh, I'm not, hey, I'm not a... I was, I was never a skateboarder. Oh, I'm sorry, the sorry, Beatles. I was, I was sorry, a skateboarder when I was a kid. I'm sorry the Beatles weren't in town again. I wasn't hanging out at skate parks listening to Blink-182. We didn't have a skate park where <laughs> I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, now, right, what, so what's, what's my role here today? What am I doing? So you're I'm just go putting clubs on the bloody axe, am on I? The, yes, absolutely. I don't so, like doing this. Well, clubs and coaches that are under pressure. Let's do six of them. Okay. Let's start it off. Who's at six in terms okay. of clubs and coaches under pressure? So I'm going to go over to the West on this one. Uh, and I'm going to start with Fremantle. Now, if you read uh, Friday's paper, they did a shakes and ladders predictor of the first six rounds. So I'm not really reading too much into it, obviously. It's a little bit of fun for them to do that. But in saying that, they had uh, Fremantle as uh, their first six rounds, one and five. Oh, yeah. that's Now, if Fremantle are one and five, they're they're not going to sack the coach, but they're not playing finals. 
That's true. three. Is that three years in a row for finals, or it'll be two years in a row for not playing finals when we all thought this side was up and coming? Um, yeah, that could be shaky over there. Yep. That the could be shaky. The pressure will come, come along. I might have to get Ross back. Yes. All right. Could Rossi do that? Well, he went in the middle get of the, the night money, last time. Get the money's right. <laughs> uh, number five, I'm going to go with Essendon. Uh, obviously, I've spoken this about this before. Essendon are a big club, but haven't been a great club for a long time. So this is, I saw the numbers during the week. We all know about the yeah, front yeah, of Essendon yeah. not winning a final we since 2004, know. right? Yes. The Gold Coast haven't made finals. Can you think, just try to pick a year. So Essendon's 2004, last finals win. Mm-hmm. The Let's say there's 17 clubs that have made finals. I'm not talking about Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. What year was the 16th club that won a final? The last year, the 16th on that ladder. Have a guess. Pick a year. God. So Essendon 2004? I'm going to go with... Uh, Just pick a year. Oh, God. I, I don't, 2015. Yeah, it is 2015. Is it really? North Melbourne. Oh, North. So 11 years between 16th and 17th on the ladder of winning a final. Isn't that bad? Look, it is bad. Here's Brad Scott's comments this preseason. We need to improve our list. We need to improve our football department. We need to improve right across the board. Now, there are certain players that I hope have come back and had an unbelievable preseason. And I think Jakey Stringer would be at the top of my list if I'm an Essendon person. Uh, if he's had a great preseason and starts the season off well, I think he, he along with the others, give Essendon a shot to, to get into the finals and probably be, or to start being the team that Essendon supporters have desired for so long. So there is, a, there is some pressure on there. So people are expecting yeah. things from Essendon. Now, Melbourne's the other one. Uh, coming at number four for me. Now, Melbourne, I've always said uh, since their premiership, this group should walk away with two, maybe three premierships because of the list that they've got. Now, they know that they've had some off-field issues. Uh, they've obviously had Brayshaw retire. They went out in straight sets last year. Hasn't last two years. Last two years, sorry. hasn't. So it obviously hasn't been great since their premiership. I think the year after their premiership, they went, what, 11 and zip and then just a horrendous yep. back end of that year. So it just hasn't been great. So there is some pressure on them. That doesn't mean Goldie, uh, Goody's um, you know, losing his job if they don't make finals at all. But I still think there is some pressure on Melbourne after what they've promised yep. and what they've delivered over the last couple of years. Here's Gary Pert earlier in uh, – speaking to Gary Lyon and Tim Watson on SM Breakfast. I've been in the game now for 40 years. Our, our culture at the club, our men and women's programs, is the best I've seen in 40 years. Hard to – Some things don't age well. That's hard, probably one of them. Hard to uh, <laughs> agree with that at, at, the, at this and you stage. Know what? But the D's could do anything and good this on year, Gaz, but they also could miss. And good yeah. on Gaz, who is a obviously a, a, a D's that. man, you know, bleeds Melbourne demons and virtually just said, I don't believe you. Yeah. All so right. we're not even number doing three. that. At number three, I'm going with over at uh, South Australia, with Port Adelaide, with my man Kenny. I love my man Kenny, but... They are under some serious pressure as a club and as a coach. We we got to win. We got to win at the end, and that's what we got to make sure we take some learnings for. But I think it's it's a marginal amount that we're chasing. I don't think we're chasing huge amounts. We've made some you know some adjustments to our list. We've improved our list. We hope and we think. Um, but the reality is, as you said earlier, we, we'll get to test that soon. And I totally agree with him there. It's only marginal, and they've gone all in. Yeah, they've gone all chips in on this, so they've recruited some, uh, with their defence and all of those type of things. They've also recruited on the board as well. Warren Treadray, Warren Treadray, Ken Hinckley was untenable <laughs> about four or five games in last it's year. It's fair now to now say Treaders has um, trod on some toes. Yeah, uh, 
over the last couple of years. Um, but you know what? That's great. You want him on the board because that uh, keeps people accountable. All right, who so we got at two? At number two, we're going the Western Bulldogs. The Western uh, Bulldogs. And Bevo. And this is probably the coach that I think is probably under the most pressure. Here's Kane Corns' comments earlier in the preseason. I think there's one coach in particular that's sort of gone missing publicly in this off-season as we gear up you know, only weeks away from the season starting. And I think we need to hear from him more. Essentially, he's been invisible this season. I'm calling it Where's Bevo? Where's Bevo? Where's Wally? Where's, Where's Bevo? Where is he? Um, yeah, things haven't gone to plan over the last couple of years and I've always thought, on paper, they look as good as anybody, but what they deliver has been very much below par. All right, who's number one? Now, number one, now, you might scoff at this, but I think Carlton are under the number one pressure in Vossi. Now, this isn't to say that Vossi's job's in any trouble whatsoever. Well, just but just sign extension. Exactly. But what's been all the talk all summer? Who's been talking up which club all summer? Everyone's been talking up Carlton. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody believes Carlton's top two. Uh, Sam McClure believes they're premiership favourites. And if you don't think they are, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Disappointing the other night against the D's. Yes, they were. They were very disappointing. But again, what do we read into it? So I think Carlton are the biggest club under the microscope this year. There you go. We'll uh, clip that up and we'll have it on our TikTok and uh, Instagram this week so you can have your comments on that. Stay with us on The Warmth this morning. Still plenty to get through. We've got our marketplace with Brent Tate. The State of Origin legend is going to join us next. The NRL are heading to Vegas. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, plenty of sport on this weekend and big sport happening in Las Vegas. If you live in the rugby league state, joining us on the line now from Fox Sports, Australian great and, of course, Superstar. Queenslander as well. Brent Tate joins us on the line. Tatey, good morning, mate. How are you doing? Very well, fellas. Yourself? Well, we are good. I think you may be a little bit disappointed because you're not making the trip to Vegas. Yeah, mate, I am actually. I'm probably like one of the only ones that didn't get an invite, <laughs> which I'm uh, a little bit disappointed about. But, um, mate, we know what goes on in Vegas, so my liver and um, well-being will probably a lot, be a lot better for it. Just on that, why are you going to Vegas? Why are they going to Vegas? Do you know why? Um Oh, look, mate, I think there's obviously the opportunity to grow the game. Um, you know, it's all about subscriptions. And I think, uh, you know, Peter Volandis has said if they can get a little piece of that market over there, um, it's going to be a success. So, um, yeah, look, I think it's all about just growing the game, mate. And, look, I, I think how much it's been talked about the last few weeks, um, I, I, look, I think it's been a real positive. I, yeah. I can't see any negatives to it. Like Everyone's talking about it. Um, you know, every paper you pick up, Every news on the TV, it's all about going to Vegas. So, mate, I think it's a wonderful idea. And, um, yeah, good on Peter Valenti for getting it done. Well, just on that, Tay, just for you talk about the supporters, because I was always a big believer. Round one, your supporters have been waiting all summer to watch you play live, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're playing overseas somewhere else. Has the supporters all jumped on this as well, or has there been a few that have been a bit peeved not being able to see their club live round one? No hint of negativity. 
creativity I can hear in that. <laughs> Mate, we're trying to play it down. We're trying to play Come it down. Come on, fellas. You guys are a Come joke. On, <laughs> you guys, I knew AFL, Blake. I knew it. I knew this happened. Um, no, no, look, mate, in all seriousness, I think everyone's behind it. I really do. I think everyone can understand the reasoning behind it. Um, you know, it is a huge market over there. Um, and, it, and it, you know, you can't knock anyone for trying to grow the game um, and make it bigger and better for everyone. So, um, mate, I don't think, you know, too many supporters would be upset that they're not going to see their team round one. It's a, it's a long year anyway. Um, yeah, I think most, most of the sentiment across the NRL and that supporters, is, um, everyone's excited about it. Yeah, we are a bit jealous, that is for sure. We have no, been talking 100%. about it a bit. We would love to sort of get there. But there's a good feeling around uh, the league. I, I heard uh, some of the commentary during the week that it's, yeah, great four teams are going to Vegas. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be this, that and the other. But the, the feeling around round one fear or, or the, the season openers for every team, it's, a, it, it's created a good vibe around the whole of the league. Yeah, oh, mate, look, there's nothing to not be positive about the whole NRL season. I think, mate, it's, um, you know, we had a really good season off the back last year with the grand final. Great teams, um, really close competition. And I think, uh, mate, I think it's, everyone's just really excited about the start. Mate, we all, we're all over the cricket walk. We're all over the tennis and we're ready to ready to get footy back on our screen. So, um, mate, I know I'm pumped about it. I haven't been this uh, excited about a footy season for a long time. So, I think it's going to be a real uh, a good season ahead, mate. We were just looking at the season then, Tati. Is Penrith still the team to beat? Can they go four in a row? And is that something that's you know out of reach in today's football? Or is this team so good that you know you think to yourself, you know what, they're the team that can do it? Mate, I thought three was out of reach, mm. let alone uh, what Penrith have done. Um, mate, it's, it's incredible and they're a great club. So I, I genuinely think after watching the World Club Challenge that, uh, mate, that they'll They'll be up there for sure. Um, you know they have lost a couple of really good players, but they've got such a production line out there, um, mate. I, I definitely think they'll be one of the teams to beat again. I really do. Which, um, mate, as I said, I, I thought three was never going to happen in this day and age, but um, they've done it. And uh, mate, I, I wouldn't bet against them going forward. That's for sure. Melbourne Storm, I guess from from our point of view, trying to you know stick with the Storm um, over the last few years, what's 2024 look like for the Melbourne Storm because normally in years gone past you've you've got players that you you know in terms of AFL fans just could list the players within the Melbourne Storm team. There's been a lot of changes over the last few years. Are we sticking fat with the Storm or is it going to be a lean year, um, mate? Or it's going to be an interesting one with the Storm actually because uh, what they don't have the quality of players that they've had in the past. Um, you know they've still got some very mm. good players, but I just think their depth is going to, well, it, you know, I think it struggled a little bit last year. And when I say that, mate, that was still, you know, I think one game away from the grand final. So yeah. I would never, ever write off the Storm and Craig Bellamy's coach at that club. But I just, I don't see them being a genuine title threat. Um, mate, and again, I say that with some trepidation because, you know, every year they just astound everyone. But, I just get the feeling that um, they're just not quite what they used to be and they're not a, as a feared side as um, years gone by. Yeah, it's interesting because we've always sort of known those four or five superstars that play week mm. in, week out. Now we don't really have that recognition anymore that we once did and so it's hard then to follow because, um, you know, your Cam Smith and your Billy Slaters and your Cooper Cronk obviously went some time ago now. Uh, those sort of guys, you sort well, of Munster's, Munster's a decent. Player. Munster's a great player, but we, get, we had we that. Get, we get the pat back on back on the yes, field. Yes, I know. But you okay. had all those superstars <laughs> that were getting around, and we don't quite have that. 
same anymore. Um, mate, you'll be obviously watching the games over the weekend. I must admit, it is interesting, interesting to see that the game's rolling out in Vegas. I saw the uh, grass that's been prepared outside the ground. In fact, it's the same turf. This is the second time this turf's been used, Moons. And it's the same turf as the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I know that doesn't mean a great deal, but it's it's a nice to sort of, you know, like think about, you know, that's... I think uh, the boys are going to pick some grass up as a bit of well, a Well, I momentum. would for sure. Um, but, it, but it looks like the stadium is amazing. I think the conversation at the moment is that there's about 35,000 tickets sold. Hopefully they bump that up before the game. But I think overall it's going to look pretty good, mate. Yeah, I think so, mate. And, and as a player, I think, Mate, there'd be nothing more exciting than, uh, you know, playing on a stage like Las Vegas. I mean, you see all the big fights go over there, all the big sporting events, and, you know, all of a sudden, little old rugby league, one of the, one of the headline <laughs> events over there. So, uh, mate, I, I, think it's, I think it'll be awesome, mate. I think they'll get over 40,000, which I reckon is a great result. Um, you know, it's a wonderful stadium. Um, you know, obviously, there's a little bit of history now there with the Super Bowl. So, as a player, that that'd be really cool. And... As I said to you before, mate, I think it'll be a bit more than just a round one game because of the hype and the build-up in and around it. I think we're going to see two really good quality games for for round one because, you know, there is so much um, eyeball and build-up around it. So, mate, it's so exciting. It's so good for rugby league and... You know, even you little layer fellas down there are talking about it. So I, I We're I very jealous, Tony. We're just jealous, mate. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, Tony, just quickly, um, growing up in Wagga, I'm a New South Wales boy, uh, growing up for years watching Origin uh, and then grew up years watching you boys pumble the shit out of us. Uh, just give us a, a quick rundown of State of Origin this year and your quick thoughts. Uh, first of all, mate, I'm really sorry you are born in New South Wales. That's unfortunate, <laughs> but... Um, but, mate, oh, look, it's going to be another good series, mate. I've loved what Billy Slade has done. Mm. Um, I think he's brought back what Mal brought to origin, um, you know, talking to the guys and talking to his staff. Um, you know, the, the, the culture they created is, is a lot like um, Mal did when we were there um, all those years ago. So, um, mate, I think, you know, Queensland are going to have, um, you know, another really good period, I think. Um, got a lot of depth in positions now, which we've never had. Um, and, and Billy's really brought into the job and you know, extended for another couple of years, which is fantastic news. So, um, but, but, mate, in saying that, it is state of origin and uh, we all love it because we don't know which way the result's going to go. But, uh, look, I, I just I get the feeling that we've got a, a really good little period coming up with Billy at the helm because he gets it and he knows what it's about um, and the players are all bought into what he's, um, you know, what the philosophies that he's brought to the origin side. So... Mate, hugely exciting. And again, I can't wait for even that already, mate. Look, that's just the best time of year. I love watching Origin. Lastly on that, mate, before we let you go, are you do you get involved at all? Do you get along to some of the camp stuff? No, nah, not really, mate. Just on the peripherals. Like, I do a fair bit of the corporate cashies, stuff. Just so, cashies uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me reframe that question. What sort of money do you make out of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys know me way too well. Um, look, no, no, it, mate, it's good. Look, not, not nothing to do with the team, um, you know, anything closely, but um, obviously still know a lot of the guys that are in camp with, you know, like JT, um, you know, Cam Smith, who's unfortunately he's pulled out this year, but yeah. Nate Miles is in there. So heap of great guys, mate, and, um, yeah, I'm loving what they're doing with the, uh, with the Origin side. He's done a great job, Bill. And lastly, before we let you go, can you confirm or deny this story about Mal Meninga? I've heard it for a long time. Did he do a cashy on the way from the team address to the coach's box in a corporate box 
at Origin? Mate, knowing Mal, <laughs> I will not confirm or deny that. <laughs> How can you go, righto, boys, big game tonight, let's get out there, Queenslander. And they go, and on the way through, oh, hello, everyone from uh, well, Mitre 10. You've got, um, 10, this well, is you've great. got <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes from that speech they stop playing. You go up there quick, quick oh, five, aren't you? come on. Where? Hey, Wallo. Wallow, yeah. money talks, baby. Money talks. <laughs> no. Mate, you're a star. We're going to see you on Fox again this year doing your stuff, and we love seeing you as part of the uh, coverage up in towns with the Cowboys as well. Mate, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the games over the weekend. We'll catch up with you during the season. Cheers, fellas. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thank you. Australian superstar and, of course, Queenslander, Brent Tate, joining us on the show this morning. Looking forward to the games of the weekend as the NRL season kicks off in Vegas. Can you believe that? There is a bit of jealousy, that is for sure. Coming up, we've got the marketplace. This is the warm-up with Warlord Moons. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. Bet365, chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to the warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. We love your feedback on the show. In fact, we did a TikTok last week or a video last week and Moon's saying the most embarrassing thing was uh, Kirk's uh, rendition on the Channel 7 coverage and someone commented saying that, what was it, Eddie, that Moon's is what was yeah, more embarrassing? The most embarrassing moment in footy was Moon's just before halftime in the 2008 Grand Final. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that was the most embarrassing. It was just, Well, you no, know, you didn't say it. A listener said yeah, it. Yeah, well, a listener who <laughs> never never got a kick in I their don't, life. Don't Wank, don't wanker. start going down this path every time someone disagrees with you. Oh, you've never even seen the game. All right, let's get into this week's Marketplace. What were you doing that day? Marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're Oh, we're buying and selling something. A moon's selling anyone hasn't played the game. That's what he's doing this week. We're what buying and know? selling something in the world of sport moons. What are you buying this week? Okay, so uh, Olympics is coming up in Paris this year. Yes, Paris. And uh, obviously a bit of a basketball. Tragic that I am. Uh, the US have announced their team or announced their squad. Unreal. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. Let's be honest. I'll give you the starting five. Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid. Even though he's Cameroonian. Well, he's, he's, got a, uh, he's got the double passport. Of course he has. And six-man Drew Holiday. That's going to be a tough team to beat. Tough team. It is a different game, slightly. It is. Look, to be honest, there's Should not win. much D going on there, so hopefully they just <laughs> outscore everybody. But, yep. yeah, good luck anyone else trying to win the gold. It is a bit of a shoot. Out. I'm buying Liverpool. I've changed my mind about yeah. buying, but Liverpool and Klopp's kids this week. Chelsea fans, go and Man, do one. Magnificent. Uh, fantastic effort to play against all those kids. They had a good win during the week as well in the FA Cup with uh, Jaden Dan scoring mm-hmm. a double at just 18 years of age. They played a kid who was 16 this week as well, making his debut. Youngest player ever. Whoever's um, coming in to take over, which we assume is Xavier Alonso, yes. uh, congratulations. Yeah. You're about to win more trophies. Yeah, I reckon too. Well, maybe. All right, what are we selling this week? I'm going to go first. Okay. I, this week I'm selling um, – I'm not selling the club name. This is an interesting one. I'm selling the team that is refusing to play this club in England in a soccer match coming up uh, in the next week or two because of the club's name. Have a listen to this news report. Camden and Islington United were through to a cup semi-final – when they found out the name of their opposition, Munta Hunters FC. <laughs> now, in England, Munta what, what, Hunters, Munters is like a not a very attractive... What does Munta mean? 
Munter means they're saying oh, this is they're saying that that person's a munter, uh-huh. not very attractive. <laughs> so these guys, Munter Hunters FC. Are, so the other teams <laughs> refuse to play them in the semi final of the cup competition. Oh, well, what happens there then? The munters go munters through. Win. <laughs> <laughs> the munters go through the next round, through to the final, I think. Uh, so how, that's how do you actually get so a I'm name? Selling the club. How do you get a name? And put it forward, and everyone goes, "Yeah, I like that name, Munters." Well, I suppose it's like a horse or a dog, greyhound. Sometimes they just slip through those names. Like you see, hear some of the names of the greyhounds. Sometimes, like, "Here, who was checking that oh, off?" Oh, that's funny. So there you go. That's uh, that's who I'm selling this week. The club that's refusing to play the Munters. Who are you? Who okay, are you so what this I'm week? selling this week is, uh, and we've all been through this. So you know, when in the mornings, uh, it's basically the lollipop man yep. or lollipop lady. Great job, the lollipop. I love them. Yes. I respect them. But what I'm asking is just, can they please get the kids to hurry up? <laughs> I was caught at a crossing for five minutes at a high school crossing the other day. I had to get home to pick up my kids, got something on in the morning, trying to get home to drop, so I could pick them up and drop them to school. I had to wait five minutes as this group of uh, teenage girls would have been 60 metres long, but it was spread out. They're just dawdling, taking their time. Three of them stopped in the middle of the road to have a chat. And the lollipop man's just standing there. And I thought to myself, now, if I bit my horn, I'm the jerk. Well, yeah, you, but can't, it's like, you can't go. Mate, can horn. you just say, kids, let's hurry up a bit. Move it. Let's <laughs> People are waiting. This is the most busiest time of the day. People need to get places. We haven't got time to check your TikToks on the middle of the road at a crossing. So what you're saying is, like AFL umpires, get on the whistle again. Just, bit more. Just pay your decisions. Kids. Let's go. Get Let's on go. the whistle. Let's go. Come yeah. on, move, yeah. move. I just All wanted right. to see a little bit of urgency. Don't just stand there. You're doing a great job with your high vis, but just maybe move them on a little bit. That's all I'm asking. I've only just experienced this year, and I feel sorry for my dude. He's a great old fella, and I went past the other day saying, oh, g'day, mate. As everyone would, he probably mm. says hello a thousand yeah. times. How you going, mate? Oh, just getting by. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for looking after my kids. <laughs> He won't be there tomorrow. Um, all right, we're going to get into some predictions before we get out of here this morning. Now, Eddie, our producer, we've put him under the pump. I'm, Eddie, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Now, Eddie, I'm going to actually film this on my phone so we can put it up on the TikTok if just need don't be. Don't this head. Eddie, just wait two seconds. Right, so Eddie, you're going to give us what today? I reckon i got a bottom four. We can fill out the rest. Five to eight, top four, and... Got a premiership prediction. Okay. Right. Jump on the Let's mic a bit go. more, mate, so we can hear you Let's nice and go. clear. Right. So what are we looking for in the bottom four this year? Now, bottom four, I must say, bottom two is a very easy one. West Coast and North Melbourne, take that oh, to the bank. <laughs> take it to the bank. Well, he, <laughs> has got them winning seven games. <laughs> no, I said they need to win oh, seven. It's a difference. Difference. Uh, Hawthorne, I reckon they will get better from their 2023 performance, but with their back line, they will get yeah, bogged a couple no, of times. They belong in the bottom four. Yeah. Wow. Last one, a bit of a tough one, Richmond. Ooh. I love their tenacity on yeah, Tuesday night in that Dusty practice says match. hello. Yeah. Morning to you, Dusty. Yeah. Glad you're listening to us. <laughs> but I just don't think Richmond 2024 is not your year. Fair enough. Four, Fair but enough. footy's better when Richmond's doing well, yes. so I hope I'm wrong there. Uh, five <laughs> to eight, I've got Brisbane, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, and I've got Geelong coming into the eight. So Brisbane are not in the top four. Brisbane at five. Let's let's start. Let's start that part again. Do your top four so we can we can we can picture it. Top four: Carlton, Collingwood, Sydney, GWS. Wow, Sydney have come from the clouds. Sydney, good draw. Done some good changes to their list this year. They want it to be their year. Who's kicking the goals for Sydney again? 
Logan McDonald, I reckon, without Buddy there, that games consistency in the forward line of his there. Played about three no, games. Oh, you buddy said Buddy should have been dropped not. last year. Oh, no, no doubt he does. Okay. But I'm just saying these kids, are, they're still kids. Yeah. Trapley, small forward, he can yeah. kick goals. Okay, okay, good, I like it. <laughs> and yeah, just go, So go to your bottom top four again, of the eight there, sorry. So you've got Carlton. Brisbane. So we've got Carlton, Collingwood, yeah. Sydney, JWS, top four. Sorry, now go from five to eight. Brisbane, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, Geelong. Wow. Jeez. Three big slides and one up. Jeez. So Brisbane, Port Adelaide and Melbourne so slide Brisbane, out Brisbane, who four. haven't lost a game at home in about four years, now all of a sudden you've got them dropping games at home. There's not room for them. <laughs> 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 right. from Sydney and JWS. Oh, I love it, Ed. Yeah, no, it's Stick strong. to your convictions. Made, I, well done, well sir. Well done. I'm actually impressed. I, I did not see that coming. And lastly, out of all of that, Geelong slip into the eight, which is an interesting one too, Moon. Smart. Uh, and who's the premiership winner then? If Carlton are finishing on top, do they go all the way? I reckon Carlton do go all the way. They oh, are geez. our 2024 premiers. You and Sam McClure just put the pressure on them here, haven't well, you? We, all right, there you go. Don't Wowzers. come at us. I've filmed that. We'll put that out on the TikToks as well. <laughs> right so on, Ed. Ed. Good on you, Ed. Uh, he can have his say on the socials and you can come for him if you like. Uh, that is it for us. Um, round one next week. Unbelievable. Round zero, my friend. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. I'll take Come that on. back. Come no, on. No, that's fair. That was that was poor by me. <laughs> uh, this has been the one this morning. Thanks, Moons. Thanks, well done, Eddie. All thanks to Bet365. Right whatever on, sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. Bet365. Chance are you're about to lose. Enjoy the weekend.